This is HPR episode 2885 entitled Onyx Part 2, Filtering and Extraction, and is part of the series Networking. It is hosted by Gabriel Evenfire, and is about 17 minutes long, and carries a clean flag. The summary is, in this episode I discuss commands to filter and slash or extract packets from a packet trace file. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Hacker Public Radio listeners, this is Gabriel Evenfire, and today I'm going to do my second episode in a series on bash scripting to manipulate network traffic and packet traces, primarily through the Onyx tool suite. On my last episode on this subject, 2882, I covered basic installation and packet capture, inspection, merging of streams, and packet transmission. So if you are just jumping into the middle of this series, it's probably worth going back and checking out that episode just to see how to get started. Now, in this episode, I'm going to be talking about filtering and dissecting packet traces and streams. And just as a general note, during these first few episodes about the the Onyx tool suite, I'm going to show only the very basic use of the various tools. But most of the tools have a lot of very powerful and flexible options. can be used in a variety of ways. So as you get into this, it's worth taking a look at the man pages. Every tool has a man page, and every man page has multiple examples of how to use each tool, both by itself and in combination with other tools. All right. Now for this episode, we're going to, instead of grabbing some random set of packets from the network, we're going to grab a specific trace of packets that I happen to have stashed in the Onyx repository for unit tests. So you can follow along with this, or you can check the show notes where I will have in detail all of the things that I'm describing in this podcast. So let's start by making a scratch area to do our work in. So let's do mkdir slash temp slash packets, and then change into that directory, cd slash temp slash packets. And now let's uh, find the packet trace I was talking about. To do that, you, let's say the uh, Onyx Git repository was in slash foo slash bar slash Onyx, then what you would want to do is cp slash foo slash bar slash onyx slash tests slash data slash packets slash sample dot xpkt and then space dot to copy it into the current directory. Okay, so now we've got this 
set of packets, let's see what's inside. Well, the first and easiest thing we can do is count the packets and the bytes in the packets. So to do that, we'll use the pcount tool. So to run it, we'll just say pcount sample.xpkt. And that will return, oh, 90 total packets and uh, 19,082 bytes. Okay, well, maybe we don't want to look at all of those packets all at once. So let's get a feel for uh, what's in there in a little more detail. We know that we've got 90 packets, but we don't know if that's all from one connection or 10 connections. So we're going to now look at this packet trace using the NFTRK command, which stands for Network Flow Tracker. And to do that, let's say we want to you know, just see what are the flows in this trace file? We would run nftrk-d-t sample.xpacket and then pipe that to grep and then in all capital letters end, capital E, capital N, capital D. And doing that, uh, we'll get a bunch of lines that all begin with the pipe symbol and the words flow end and then another pipe symbol. And that flow end will be in all caps. And each one of those is basically an event from that packet trace indicating the end of a flow. See, the NFTRK tracks all sorts of events, like when a flow starts, or when it sends more data, and when it ends. And since we're just trying to just take a look at what are the flows in this connection. We just can look at the end events, and that gives us what we want to know. That's why we grep for end in all caps. We could have just grepped for start, but I tend to grep for end because the end events also include information like how much data was sent in each direction of the connection. So you get a little bit uh, more complete status for what happened during the, the, uh, the flow. Okay, so we ran that command, and let's just say we don't, uh, we don't want to count how many of those connections there are by hand, so instead we can do nftrk-d-t sample.xpacket pipe grep all caps end pipe wc-l. So now we're taking that those end events and we're saying, hey, word count, will you please count the number of lines? And that will exactly correspond to the number of flows in the connection. And that tells us that our, there are 10 flows in this trace file. All right, so 90 packets, 10 flows, and about 19,000 bytes. All right, well, let's say we are only interested in the TCP uh, flows in this in this trace. Okay, so let's now just peel out the TCP connections and the packets that are part of a TCP connection. Uh, so this is basic filtering of the connection. Okay, so to do that, we're going to use the pflt command for packet filter. So we'll give it the command name, then a pattern to match on, 
then the input file and the output file. Uh, so we can do pflt, tcp, sample.xpacket, tcponly.xpacket. So now this is going to create a tcponly.xpacket trace that has only the TCP packets from the sample. Now we could see what was in that. We can go pcount on TCP only, and that tells us that there are 73 packets, about 17,000 bytes. And then we can use NFTRK to see how many TCP connections. So NFTRK-DT, TCP only.xpacket, pipe grep end, all caps, pipe WC-L, and that tells us two. There are two TCP connections. So those two TCP connections were taking up most of the traffic in that uh, trace file. Now, if we wanted to be really, really fancy, we could have actually chained all of those together. And I'll show you an example of that in the show notes. It'll, it would make for a very poor reading. But we could have done the filtering and the counting and the tracking all on one uh, bash command line and gotten the output. And then that would have given us the information without having to save it off to a file. So let's move on. So now we've filtered out and we've got this trace file that has only the TCP uh, connections. Okay, so now let's actually look at them and we can do that by doing nftrk-dt slash temp slash packets slash tcp only.xpacket or just uh, tcp only.xpacket since we're in that directory. And then we pipe that to grep end, and we see that we have these two connections. And if you look at uh, across that line, we'll see uh, the server ports, SPT, are 22 and 80. So we had two connections. One was an SSH connection, and one was a plain old HTTP web connection. Okay, so now we've you know, done a little bit of filtering. We've done a little bit of inspecting onto what is uh, going on in this, this flow. I just want to talk briefly before we go on about how else could we filter this traffic? You know, we can filter on a variety of patterns. We could say we only want IP or IPv6 and TCP or all sorts of things. Uh, or we only want traffic that is going, that is TCP and going to port 22. I'm going to go into more detail about those patterns in a future episode. But if you are interested in learning about them, I would suggest you do man onyx underscore proto. Because, you see, that uh, command shows all of the different fields that the onyx tool suite recognizes, all the different protocols and all of the fields that can be matched upon. Okay. But let's say we aren't interested in individual flows. Maybe we care about ranges of packets. So let's say we just specifically wanted to pull out packets 3 through 6 in the the, uh, trace file. So for that, we would use the pxtr command for packet extract. So in this case, we could do pxtr 3, 6, no spaces, uh, between the three, the comma and the six, okay. Pxtr three comma six sample dot x packet, and then the output file name. So we'll say packets dash three dash two dash six dot x packet, 
and that creates a new trace file that should only have four packets in it, packets three to six. And you could verify that by, say, using the xpacket dump command on the sample.xpacket and a trace file on the packets three to six xpacket file. Okay, now let's say, so we, we know how to pull out a specific subset of packets, but what if instead we want to exclude a set of packets? Like, let's say we want to drop packets 5 through 10 from the stream. Well, it turns out there's no nice tool to do that, but there is an easy way to do it using packet extract and command line scripting. So the way we would do that is first we would extract the first four packets, and then we would extract the packets starting from packet 11 and going to the end and appending that to the first four packets. So uh, the way I would write that would be pxtr 1 comma 4 sample.xpacket and then let's give the file name, let's call the file not-5-2-10.xpacket. And now we're going to run pxtr again. pxtr 11 comma none in all caps, the word none in all caps. And again, no spaces uh, between the 11 and the comma or the comma and the none. So pxtr 11 comma none sample.xpacket and now two greater than signs and then not dash 5 dash 2 dash 10 x dot x packet. So now we have this file, not 5 to 10 x packet. And so that was the original sample, except for packets 5 through 10. The two greater thans, you should recognize from bash scripting, that is to say, append the output to this file. So the first command created the file and put the first four packets in, and the second command appended the rest of the packets that we wanted to that file. So, no one command to just carve out, uh, to say, drop a bunch of packets from the middle of the stream, but, you know, an easy twofer that could do it. Now, let's talk about, finally, one more command. We've, we've done a little bit of carving. Let's, let's look at a really a kind of a fun tool that you is very hard to, I've never seen anything uh, like this in other tools, and I, so I'm very happy with it. Let's look at one that, that tells us what's the difference between two packet streams, and that's called pdiff. Okay, so we're going to take, uh, we're going to run the following command, pdiff sample.xpacket not-5-2-10.xpacket and pipe that to less. And what it should tell you, sure enough, is that there were a set of packets that were deleted from sample.xpacket in order to get to the not 5 to 10 xpacket file. Now, pdiff doesn't know which really came first, so you can actually flip that around. You can run it in reverse, and you say pdiff not-5-2-10.xpacket sample.xpacket and pipe that to less, and it says, oh, well, the first trace uh, must have had the following packets inserted into it in order to get to the second trace. So the order matters. The first file is sort of the before and the second file is the after and pdiff 
shows you what must have changed in that packet stream in order for the first trace to become the second trace. So it provides a handy way of saying if you have a capture that was say on one part of your network and then another capture that was on another part of the network, you could run pdif between the two trace files from those two parts of the network and say, well, what changed? What happened to the traffic as it moved from one part of the network to the other? Okay, so that's the, the PDIF utility. All right, uh, that's what I think I'm going to leave it uh, here in this episode. So we looked at a few more tools that help us analyze and dissect what's going on in packet traces and streams and let us sort of carve them apart, you know, pick out packets that we uh, want and then um, and, and pull them out into separate files. So I think in the next episode, we'll go into much more depth about how we can do pattern matching on the packets in these trace files. Okay, I can see, by the way, I just want you to know that there's a call for shows right now. So if you guys are out there thinking that you have a topic much more interesting than me droning on about packets, then I would heartily encourage you to get on there and uh, and, and create a show because I wasn't planning on reduce, uh, on putting this one out so soon, but it looks like we really need shows. So get out there and support HPR. As always, if you want to contact me, you can email me at evenfire at sdf.org. So this is Gabriel Evenfire signing off. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.